So if you'd like to be seated as we turn to scripture, and the first reading, a familiar one from 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 1 to 7, page 1163 for anyone who's got the blue Bibles in front of them. And now I will show you the most excellent way. If I speak in human or angelic tongues but have not love, I am only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have faith that can move mountains but have not love, I am nothing. If I give all I possess to the poor and surrender my body to the flames but have not love, I gain nothing. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It is not rude. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices in the truth. It always protects always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. For our Gospel reading, we turn to John chapter 15 and verses 9 to 14. Let's stand as we hear God's word to us. Page 1093. Alleluia, alleluia, I am the first and the last, says the Lord, and the living one. I was dead, and behold, I am alive forevermore. Alleluia. So hear the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to St. John. Glory Glory to you, O Lord. So reading from verse 9, Jesus is speaking. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Now remain in my love. If you obey my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have obeyed my Father's commands and remain in his love. I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. My command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends, if you do what I command. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. And so may the words of my mouth and the meditation of all our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our Rock and our Redeemer. Amen. I wonder, does anyone remember the, uh, the song, I Want to Know What Love Is? Anyone uh, remember that one? It was sung uh, initially, I think, by the, uh, the foreigners back in 1984. There's been all sorts of cover versions since, um, probably the most famous one by Mariah Carey. And uh, various other bands I've never heard of more recently. I don't know, Kathy, have you got one particular rendition? Are you going to sing for us? No? <laughs> Well, that song was written at um, quite a uh, transitional time for Mick Jones. 
he'd uh, been through a lot, uh, he'd been through a marriage breakup, and he'd now entered into a new relationship. And apparently the words of this song, I want to know what love is, came to him at three o'clock in the morning. And um, as he was uh, shaping this song, he was thinking about how best to present it and hit upon the idea of getting a gospel choir in to be the backing singers. So one day in New York, about 25 to 30 members of the New New Jersey Mass Choir crammed into a recording studio, and uh, they did a few takes of of this particular song. And it it was all right, it sounded okay, but it, it lacked that real spark. And then the leader of the choir said, I think what we should do is we should gather round in a circle and we should say the Lord's Prayer together. And that's what they did. And that seemed to inspire, inspire them because they then nailed the song with the next take. And then it was recorded. Um, that song was uh, number one in the charts in the UK and in the States. Um, it displaced Do They Know It's Christmas Time at number one in the UK. And uh, it displaced Madonna's Like a Virgin in in the States. I like the idea of uh, needing to go to the Lord's Prayer for inspiration there. Because if we want to know what love is, true love, there's only one place to find it. Jesus says, as the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Now remain in my love. And this little section of John 15 links the love of the Father with the love of the Son, with love shown to us, and the love we are called to show to others. But it's not a dreamy, romantic sort of love, but an all-embracing, sacrificial type of love. And if we want to know what love is, we do no worse than to meditate on verse 13, where Jesus says, Greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. And we know what image immediately comes to mind with that, of Jesus on the cross. But what I find challenging in this passage is the, the link between love and obedience. If I was to do a straw poll in the local community as to uh, which was the most popular concept, love or obedience... Uh, love would win hands down. The concept of being obedient to another person is not a popular one. It speaks of duty and authority and oppression and servitude to many people. Whereas love is a lot more free. It's, it's releasing. It's, it's joy-giving. This year, of course, we mark the um, 100th anniversary of the end of World War I. And uh, during the year, in different ways, as a nation, we'll reflect on those who took the call of duty and the call of obedience very seriously. Out of a love for their nation and a commitment to establish peace, men and women gave sacrificially with the strong possibility of death always before them. Persevering out of duty and obedience to king and country. A call, of course, that continues to be taken seriously by members of our armed forces. But in popular culture, especially to the younger generation, call of duty is just the name of a computer game. We owe duty and obedience to no one. But as we're reminded in these verses, obedience, and specifically obedience to God, is not a heavy burden, 
But actually it's immensely satisfying. It's not restrictive, but it's releasing. And Jesus links loving obedience with joy. As we follow God's call on our lives, as we stay rooted in God's love, in Jesus' love, we experience something of Jesus' joy and pleasure. In fact, Jesus speaks of joy that is complete. I want to know what love is. And yet so much of our love is conditional. A love that keeps people at arm's length. We're prepared to love as long as it doesn't inconvenience us too much. There's a difference, isn't there, between giving a homeless person some money on the street and actually stopping and having a conversation with them or helping in more practical ways. There's a difference between asking a neighbour how they are and providing practical support on an ongoing basis. There's a difference between a phone call to a family member who is struggling and committing to take time with them to help them through a difficult set of circumstances. Love can so easily be on our terms, if we're truly honest. And in part, we can justify that. We're human after all. We've got limited physical and emotional capacities, a finite amount of time, so many calls on our time. We need to make sure we take care of ourselves and give due attention to our own well-being. But I wonder if we sometimes hide behind those things and in so doing fail to live out the call of God. That's immensely challenging. It's caused me to reflect as I've been preparing this week on a couple of specific situations where I've held back and expressed love on my terms. And I have to recognise, and all of us have to recognise, that our ability to love is just a poor reflection of the sacrificial love that God has shown to us. So where do we turn? Well, if any of us are to love as God has loved us, we need his help. The branch that is cut off from the vine is useless, and by its own efforts, it's never in a million years going to be fruitful. But a branch which is attached to the vine will draw its energy from the vine itself. It doesn't have to try harder to be fruitful. It doesn't have to strain. It's given the nutrients it needs to be fruitful. And so however painfully aware of our own inadequacies and expressing sacrificial love we are, there's only one place to turn for help. We need to stay connected to the vine and cry out, Lord, increase my capacity to love in ways that count. Do we really want to know what love is? Let's look to Jesus and draw our strength from him. Amen. And so now we declare our faith in the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ, the one who truly showed us what love is. Let's stand together if we share in these words.